Section 25 of The Book of Wales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicalia. The Book of Wales by Frank Evers Bettered. Chapter 12. Zuglodonts and Their Allies. Family, Squalodontidae. This family, consisting entirely of extinct forms, may be thus defined. Teeth in both jaws, specialized into incisors, canines, premolars, and molars. Skull, dolphin-like. These whales, whose remains are known from the Miocene and Pliocene of Europe, America, and Australia, form a connecting link between the zooglodonts, with which group they have been united, and the modern odontocetes. Like the zooglodonts, the teeth are specialized. And, moreover, the molars have a coarsely serrate cutting edge, like the zooglodont tooth, but the serrations are confined to one side. The teeth, too, are more numerous, though some of them are too rooted, as in zooglodon. The archaic characters of the squalodontidae are also shown by the fact that a number of the teeth of the upper jaw are borne by the premaxilla. The skull, however, apart from this feature, is not archaic and the rudimentary nasals of modern cetaceans have been acquired. In prosqualodon, however, this process has not been fully completed, and there are small nasals which just project over the nasal vacuities. The symphysis of the mandible of squalodon is very long, thus recalling the platinistids and fiester. These whales, which did not exceed some thirty feet in length, have been divided into numerous genera, but as little is known of the skeleton, this proceeding is at present rather premature. Cope, however, allows another genus in addition to those mentioned, and that is Trirhizodon, characterized by the fact that some of the molars are three-rooted. Archaeoceti. This, the last of the three divisions of whales, embraces only a single family, and so far as can be said with certainty, only a single genus, Zuglodon. It is usually regarded as an assemblage equivalent to either of the other groups, and this view will be followed here, but the differences in structure might fairly be considered as entitling it to a more isolated position among the cetacea. Nevertheless, there is no question of the cetaceous nature of the zooglodon. It is quite possible, however, that the zooglodonts are the ancestral group from which the odontoceti and the mystacocity have been derived. But this view, a very general one, cannot be elaborated in detail. We shall simply find an example of what is so disappointingly general when an attempt is made to trace pedigrees in animals. The archaeoceti are toothed whales. But whereas in the odontocetes the teeth are all alike, with merely difference in size, the teeth of the present group are like those of more typical mammals in being distinctly separable into three series. There are three incisors on each side of the jaw, and those of the upper jaw are borne by the premaxillae, the bone which bears the incisors in mammals generally. Behind the junction of the premaxilla with the maxilla is a definite canine, and behind this again five teeth, which are no doubt both molars and premolars, though there is no positive evidence of a double dentition in the zooglodonts. It will be noted, too, that the total number of teeth, 
36, is that of many mammals. The skull is elongated like that of whales in general, and, as in other whales, the snout is long. The frontal bones come down over the orbit, as in all whales, but the nasals are long and, ordinarily, mammalian. The result of this latter arrangement is that the blowhole was in the middle of the snout, instead of at its base, as in all whales except Fiester, where, it will be remembered, there is a canal embedded in the soft tissues of the head, leading to the extremity of the snout. It is the whalebone whales, among living cetacea, which have best preserved the form of the nasal bones of Zuglodon. Other bones of the skull, besides the nasals, are not upon the cetacean plan. The premaxillae take a large share, as has been already implied, in the formation of the gape. The parietals, which in existing whales have no lot or part in forming the top of the skull, meet in these ancient whale-like creatures to form a sagittal crest upon the vertex. The cervical vertebrae, as in the ancient Platonistidae, and in a few only of other existing cetacea, are separate. They are, moreover, not compressed anteroposteriorly, as are those of recent whales, but are not different in length from the succeeding vertebra. The scapula is not typically cetaceous, since it has but a small coracoid process and a large acromion. The ribs are double-headed, like the anterior series of the toothed whales. The sternum, too, is constructed upon the plan that characterizes the odontoceti, being composed of several pieces. If the archaeoceti are the most primitive of whales, it must be among them that the clue to the relationship of the whales will be found. This is a topic, however, about which more has been written than ascertained. The only view that demands a notice here, for we cannot, of course, accept any ichthyosaurian descent for these animals, is the opinion held by one or two persons that the zooglodonts are most nearly related to seals. The facts upon which these comparisons have been based are principally the characters of the teeth, the long neck, like that of a seal in proportions the scapula without the typical whale-like form. All these points are just so far seal-like as they are generalized characters. All mammals except the cetacea, and to a less extent the sirenia, have moderately long cervical vertebra. Included in the series are, of course, the seals. It is likely that whales have been derived from animals with this more typical mammalian arrangement. There is certainly one family only, and probably but a single genus of this group of whales. The remains of this have been found in many parts of the world, indicating that its distribution was like that of most cetacea of the present day, wide. This genus was one of the great whales, and reached a length of certainly seventy feet. The best-known species is Zuglodon cetoides, but, in spite of the abundance of its remains, no complete skeleton has ever been got together. End of section 25 And end of The Book of Whales by Frank Evers Bettered